There we go. Welcome. What are we gonna call this? We're gonna call this the Bourbon Brothers. Like how badass is that? I love. It just go. flows. It flows off the tongue perfectly. So here I am, Supplement Snoop, Justin Hall, with my Bourbon brother, Robert Shineski, the Supplement Engineer. There's my a man. lot of there's a lot of really cool words and terms and buzzwords and catchphrases all like mashed up into one thing right there, my friend. Yeah, dude, it's it's a uh, it's weird. Like, so we've we've you and I have done podcasts forever now, and it, it's weird hearing somebody else do the intro when you're doing something. It's cool, like, so I don't have to think all the fly. Because sometimes, like when I first started doing this, I would script something out and I would try to make it sound official. Now oh, it's yeah. just you know whatever stimulants or alcohol I'm coursing through my system, it's just that's what's gonna fly. Or so. for sure, yeah. Whatever so it is it is like and not that we can't. You know, it is 11 a.m. So we're not drinking bourbon yet. <laughs> yeah okay i was just checking because i just put i put the uh link up in the supplements new group so just making sure to see if people were able to join in so i have speaking of drinks i don't have bourbon yet but it is right behind me so i might grab some but so one of the cool things that we got this week yesterday i got the new america energy the red white and boom they had a really cool like um example like promotional box i don't know if you mm -hmm. saw it no, I haven't seen it yet. It's really cool. So it's like, I should, the box is actually out there. So there's a, a really cool, like, Declaration of Independence style, like, uh, image on there. And they have this really, like, cool uh, story. And um, mm -hmm. it ends up being kind of funny, like, very much in their vibe. And then there's there's five flavors. There's two remakes. I know that I, I'm, I, I can't guarantee it. I don't know for sure. But they we tested a bunch of flavors i'm sure they have more on the way mm -hmm. but they have so victory the cream soda one did you ever try that one no but i remember like during our previous discussions you were always saying that was that flavor was spot on mm -hmm. i love that one well they did a they redid that one and it actually the sample that i had was maybe even better it wasn't as like um I think they tried to take like some of the sweetness out of it. Like it was like some, some people were like, it's like overly sweet. So they mm -hmm. kind of like toned that down a little bit. So okay. they re they remade the cream soda one. They remade freedom, which is like their bomb pop mm -hmm. sort of one that was really popular. And then they had three new ones. This one is Patriot punch. It's like a fruit cocktail medley kind of thing. And then they had County fair was the other one. And then there was one more. Can't remember. Um, what is that? Do you have any idea what you can like? What county fair tastes like? Almost like country time lemonade is like what I get in my head. But yeah, it looked, not it. It looked like uh, it was like purple, like it was some kind of grape riff. Okay. Um. So, but like I said, I do remember when I went there to try out what they were doing. This one, I remember. I remember the Patriot Punch one mm -hmm. um, being really good. So this is the first one I'm gonna try. So live on air tasting. Live on it, Tuesday. It smells like a. I don't want to say fruit punch because if you say fruit punch, like people get like a negative connotation to it because we we had such shitty fruit punch and everything was fruit punch back in the day and it all sucked. Agreed. But then like um some companies have come out with like fruit punch riffs and they're really good. Yeah, it's almost so. like a like a really good Hawaiian punch maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah, that's like you know what you get like a, I could taste like a pineapple in there like right away, which that's good. 
So there's like on the side of it, there's like cherry, watermelon, orange, apple, strawberry, grape, pineapple, pear, it looks like. There's like a little bit of every single uh, fruit that they fruit got. Imagine. Huh. And did they change the formula at all? Do you know? Mm -mm. Or is that pretty much the same? It's the same. They have 250 acetylcarnitine, 250 choline by tart rate, 190 caffeine, and then 50 guarana. So sweet. It was it was one of the first ones, and then there's B12, B6, niacin, potassium, pantothenic acid. So same formula, and they were I think they were like the first one I remember like first energy drink being like actually uh, transparent. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, they kind of went, you know, Ghost really I think like took it up another notch, you know, with mm -hmm. going very like actually nootropic heavy but then even like um c4 smart energy and stuff like that they do some cool ingredients but it's not disclosed if i remember correctly right so when c4 so i remember america labs was the first one that started or at least the first one that i can remember or you can remember that had the transparent dosing of like the the important ingredients out there um and then c4 had it was before c4 smart energy it was the c4 natural line or whatever and yeah was, i remember in it, and they transparently dosed the cognizant in it and the tyrosine mm -hmm. i think because i like i had their strawberry coconut flavor which was stevia sweet and it actually wasn't putrid which i was surprised at i remember you talking about before yeah so like um so chris yeah if you missed it it's being so uh america yesterday i uh, on my instagram I unboxed, they sent a really cool like promotional uh, package out of five, their five flavors that they're, and they are, so the Victory flavor, I was just telling Robert a second ago, Victory was my favorite one over the last one. I had that in the fridge. Um, when I tried samples, Chris, the Victory flavor actually was even better. I was just telling Robert, it was actually better this time around. It was like, I no, I haven't had the final product yet, but it was like, the sweetness was just maybe like toned down just like a little bit it's very much like tasted the same but just like a little bit less i don't want to say artificial but just a little bit less like sort of like overwhelmingly sweet so i think like more people would probably uh get on board with that because i think that was the big complaint like it had some mixed reviews before and some people just were like oh it's just too sweet and this and that mm -hmm. and it's like i loved it i absolutely i loved it so but this patriot punch is really good this is like you get all kinds of different fruit punch in there. Like, like I said, I was just telling Robert, fruit punch gets a shit rap, but it's actually awesome if you can do it right. You know what I mean? With all the different fruits in there. So Absolutely. Yeah, I need to – I hope, I want them to come into HEB because HEB's got Ghost, it's got Rays, it's got Monster, it's got Rain, it's got all the other – I even saw freaking Alani New Energy drinks in there the other day. I haven't bought any of those. Um, so I bought the I saw, just to do like a review on them, but oh they, those taste terrible. Horrible. You Don't waste your money. How dare you give, <laughs> spend your money on it. I was like, there's no way. I was like, even if they send it to me for free, I don't I'm think doing it for the thing. people, man. I'm doing it for the people. And I love The Rock. I love The Rock. But yeah. when I saw that piece of shit thing come out, I was like, well. So actually, but here, so there's a funny story about Alani New Energy. The, I actually bought some. But because... Right, because honestly, that uh, it's like the cosmic stardust. Uh huh. I think it's because because I love the actual can itself. Like they're, yeah. you can say what you want about Alani New, but their marketing is fucking awesome. 
like that that cosmic stardust and like all this new stuff they're coming out with like the fit snacks and the labels and the the marketing branding totally on point like they're killing it so i was like i have to have that cosmic stardust one just just to have that can because they did such a cool job on it i thought yeah so i, well, I guess one. we're gonna we'll we'll i'll buy some of those we've got some uh the authentic bars from jack factory to review this week so maybe next week i'll go swing by and pick up the uh alani new cans and we'll try those it was good like the the cosmic stardust one was really good yeah mm-hmm. jojo a new uh newer subscriber to the channel him and i've been going back and forth on email for a few things but thank you for joining the uh making the live stream today uh yeah. guys you got any questions yes this is titled bourbon brothers but we, we will talk about all the stuff that justin and i usually talk about it can be life stuff can be fitness supplements nutrition uh what we like to listen to when we're soaking in the bubble bath at night with our old man joints um <laughs> or favorite bourbons We'll allow Scotch and Irish whiskey questions, but um, you know we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we keep those to a minimum because bourbon is the supreme spirit around here. Yep. So you um, you mentioned we were texting last night about about some bourbon, and you said you go go ahead. You, yeah, you it was it. the uh, it used to be called Rebel Yell One Hundred, but because we have to disavow any knowledge of uh, the Confederacy these days, it's be called it's rebranded <laughs> just Rebel One Hundred. Um, so it is a weeder bourbon. And so for individuals out there that may not understand what a weeder is. So bourbon is it's America's native spirit. It has to have a, at least 51% corn in the mash bill. So you can have, there's four grains that are typically rotated in with bourbons. So you get corn, barley, rye. So multi barley, corn, rye, or red winter wheat. Um, and most bourbons on the market, so they all have to be at least 51% corn. They can go up as high as 80, so something like Jack Daniels, even though it's a Tennessee whiskey, it abides by all of the, the rules and stipulations that must be a bourbon. But they also go one step further, which is a process called the Lincoln County process, which is solely relegated. And so Jack Daniels and those other Tennessee whiskeys consider themselves bourbon, but we go one step further kind of thing. So. Mm. Back all the way to that. So most bourbons you're going to find on the market are very heavy on the corn. So at least 51% corn. Most of them go like 68, 70, 80% corn. Then yeah. rye will be the second most common grain. And then they'll do malted barley. The weeder bourbons out there. So your Maker's Marks, your uh, the Rebel Yells from Luxro, which they've now been purchased by MGP, I think. Um, so Maker's Mark, the Weller series, um, Rebel Yell, Larceny, which is another one that you and I really like. Mm -hmm. um, those are all in the weeder family. So instead of having rye as the second most predominant grain, they're going to have the wheat as the second most predominant grain. So it'll be corn, then wheat, and then malted barley. So it gives it a rye, it gives it more of like a spicy, you get those kind of like floral spices that you're not floral, but the, like the fall things that you think of the cloves, star anise, that stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas the wheat gives it more of like a mellower, smoother kind of stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, man, the rebel 100. So that there's a 80 proof rebel. And then they just came out with their 10-year one, which I need to get a bottle of that. I think it's only 50, 60 bucks for a regular 750 bottle. But the uh, mm -hmm. the Rebel 100, man, that's the first time I had had some of it in about a month. And it's really good. It's really, really good. Nice. Yeah, I have to go stock up a little bit. I think the um, – I always have Larceny on hand. Larceny because here you can get the big-ass bottle for like 40 bucks. And it's yeah. like that's is just that stuff is so good for yeah. such an easy to find, you know, mm -hmm. uh, inexpensive bottle because it's like okay, you know, if you if you can find some Buffalo Trace or something like that, it's cheap, but you can't find it. So it's right. like this this stuff um, is always available. Um, so I always have that on hand, and then then you have like the other stuff because then I don't know if you're like this, you know, when you start so you have like a couple 
bourbons, right? Mm -hmm. You start off with the expensive stuff maybe, and then eventually I just <laughs> gravitate back towards the cheap stuff because it all tastes yeah. the same. It all tastes good. Yeah, the budget bourbon. So, right, so that's what we tried to do is um, we actually thought of that too late. We, we went out, a few of us, and uh, one of the Irish bars here is, has like the most unbelievable bourbon selection you'll ever see. And uh, we killed two bottles of Blanton's at the That's bar, which, which <laughs> it's not going to be cheap. Okay. Right. It, it would be bad enough. Like if you were to buy them and then, you know, for 70, 80 bucks a bottle, don't kill that. But it was from yeah. a bar. That was really stupid. And uh, it was like the last drink of the night. I was like, we should switch to Buffalo Trace since at this point it's, yeah. it's a third of the price and it tastes the same at this point. But yeah, it was, too, it was too late. I was like, I got my bill. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> the, the waitress was like, she's like, you guys should be proud of yourself. She's like, I've never seen people drink two bottles of Blanton's while they're here. And yeah, so we have another, some friends are coming in town next weekend. We'll go back to the same place. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to start off with something because they have everything there. They have Pappy there. They have yeah. literally like all kinds of stuff like you would never imagine like it's, an, it's an irish bar and you go in there and the, the bourbon shelves are just stocked with good stuff so i'll try to remember to to be smarter next time yeah i guess one other thing we could tell all the listeners tuning in that if they're not as geeked out about bourbon as we are you'll hear the name blanton's but it comes from this the same distillery as yeah. buffalo trace oh, um so i liken it to like a corolla or a camry and Alexis, so same same parent company doing all of it. Mm -hmm. You got like a higher end model, and then you've got your your like your your daily rock solid kind of one going on. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Devin, thank you. For oh, tuning so in, sir. here, let me grab that bottle. I'm gonna have to take my headphones off. So I'm gonna grab this bottle yeah. from behind me. I'll show you the thing we're gonna crack next weekend. Sweet, do it. Yeah, Chris. Uh, Justin said that they were doing the, uh, they are bringing the victory flavor back. Uh, yeah, Devin, thank you again for uh, setting up. So you, you've probably already seen them. Snoop, you're tuned in more like which companies are coming on the scene and not Ninja Up is a brand that was on Stack 3D not too long ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, get on to, um, I don't get on Stack much anymore. Just yeah. It, or I figured they may have reached out to you because you're much more active on on Instagram. And Devin was saying this brand is is where that's the only place he's encountered them was on Instagram. So that's that's why I was saying maybe you've. But go check them out. Uh, they've got a, like it's a, a solid formula, and some of their flavors sound interesting. Yeah, because somebody I was just talking to somebody about them. You can tell that it's somebody with some experience. You yeah. know, because they're launching six products. I think six six SKUs. Yeah. All at the same time, and they all look pretty good. So it's like. I didn't want to be that that guy that like goes oh because it's like it's the same it's the same stuff we see all the time and right. I don't I don't want to like be like a Debbie Downer all the time right. about it but it's like it takes a lot to get guys like us excited about the supplement space anymore so it's like um but it does look like somebody with that knows what they're doing with some backing and stuff like that is getting yeah. involved there so. Yeah. Go ahead and show so, that uh, that gorgeous bottle. So this is the thing. I don't know if this is any good or not. So I'll also explain to you the story why I did this because this was way too expensive. But so this thing, it was more about the presentation. We're going to crack this open next weekend. And then you have like this. It's fucking badass. And it's like real like steel on here. This thing is like legit, like heavy. 
like it's not plastic or anything like that. It's like a little. So this is where we're, we're going to crack this. I've been saving this for a little while. What is the yeah. uh, the proof on it and all of that too? Uh, the proof on it is oh, it's only eighty proof. Forty percent alcohol by volume. Okay. So, um, so one and here's so when I was talking to the guy, there's a, a local place right down the street from us, mm -hmm. and I was asking him about Buffalo Trace, of course, because you yep. can't find it anywhere. And he's like, "Oh, he goes, we get it. He goes, we just don't put it out, right? So it's like one of those typical things where you know you have to know the person, and you know they'll." Because yeah. they don't want they don't want to sell it to people, which totally makes sense. They don't want to sell it to someone and then have you turn around and put it on eBay or whatever for for three times cost, because that's what everybody does. He's like, you know, we we're just really into like we're into bourbon and we're into like our friends drinking good bourbon. So uh, my thought process <laughs> was invest a little bit into this place because because mm -hmm. they said that he goes he's like well, what do you normally buy blatants for i said well cheapest i usually i've ever spent on it, i think it's like 70 bucks and have it shipped and he's like oh he's like no 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 and uh he said he said we can sell it he's like sometimes we'll sell for about 40 or 45 and i was like Shit. really I like the msrp was 59.99 on it this is just what what the guy told me i have not confirmed this yet or not yeah. but so he, my thought process is he's telling me uh, I bought what else did I buy? I bought something else that was too expensive. But then I saw this thing and I'm like, I'll buy that. And then you remember that I bought this, right? The next time your Buffalo Trace comes in, I mean the the whiskey could taste like you know horrendous, but it, right. the the bottle itself is you just got to go with it. I had to get it for the bottle, so we're actually so we'll try it uh, next week. I think. Yeah. Does that the I like the look of the new red, white, and boom? Does it remind you almost a little bit like a Pepsi can, or maybe it's just the red, white, and blue yeah. that's messing with yeah. me? Yeah, 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 almost like the old, the old yeah. style Pepsi can with the boom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I think that was a big thing. Is you know the whole presidential vibe that they had was hilarious, and it was yep. I thought it was great. But at the same time, I think their plans. It seemed to me anyway that they want to have more more broad appeal rather than be like shtick and niche, you know, yeah. kind of thing. They want to sort of like be more approachable to other people too. So they went with this style, which it came out really cool. Like I said, this, this fruit punch style flavor is really good. It's yeah. good. Question from Chris. Will America labs get back into GNC? I didn't know they had left GNC. Was that yeah, maybe because know. they had DMHA or something and GNC is not allowing that? I have no idea. I, I, I thought they were still in GNC. Yeah, I don't know. Is don't your know local about, GNC? I don't know much about GNC. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Truth be told, uh, yeah, we started Sandy on a course of TRT and Trend, and uh, you know she got much more jacked and hairy as a result. And that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this because you normally do it with Sandy, right? Well, yeah, it was, well, Sandy's is on Thursday, so you know we, we, we've, oh, got, okay. we've got we've got our we've got our days organized, so I don't get my calendar confused. Yeah, I had the. Uh, it was a lot of she was doing a lot of Anavar, dropped the, the voice and you know, the beer came in. Like that, so. Start a cycle of growth next week and we'll see what happens then. <laughs> Spencer Tibbetts, this is a, he's a new uh, commenter on the channel. Uh, and guys, one other thing. So we're streaming simultaneously on YouTube and Twitch. 
if it doesn't seem like your question or whatever is getting answered or it's not populating in YouTube, jump on over to Twitch and then it seems to be less restrictions or less blocking of, of comments and posts like that or whatnot. So and, yes. uh, we'll get out anything and everything answered on here, regardless of how uh, uh, topical or nonsensical it is. So Spencer is in the private Facebook group and mm -hmm. he's, he lives, unfortunately for him, he lives in Ohio and we had we had a conversation you know actually because i hate when people do this thing where they like you know they talk about their their regional foods and things like that that are yeah, that are absurd but, but literally if you go back to like where i grew up like smith's hot dogs are actually just better <laughs> they're just better than everything else like they're better than any other hot dog <laughs> so hence that have you ever had such a smug i don't think it's smug i think it's just you know confidence it's trans it's, it's it's honesty and transparency you know the whole the whole vibe i'm just pride um on a regional hot dog i mean i grew up eating like the the regular oscar Myers tan hot dogs and we'd go over to my cousin's houses and their mom would buy the red hot dogs so like when you're a kid growing up if you go to the store they have like the tan looking hot dogs and then they have the red looking hot dogs i don't know why they look different but i mean it's all mm. ground up pig and dog hooves and everything you know horse hooves yeah you don't want to know you don't no. want to know um, I'm trying to think. There was a place in New Orleans called Dat Dog, and like they made their own sausages for the hot dogs. So they had like an alligator hot dog, they had a chicken hot dog, and a few other ones. Sandy went there a couple of times and really loved it. As hmm. for me, I mean, I, I'm more of a burger guy and a pizza guy than I'm a hot dog guy. I'll eat one, and I ate my fair share as a kid. But I mean, I don't know if I'm if I'm beholden to one style of hot dog or another. If yeah, we eat a pizza, I have I have stronger opinions probably of pizza. Yeah, it's really pre-workouts is probably where you're most smug, I guess. Is that that made bourbon? I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting there with bourbon too. <laughs> or no, coffee. I cannot stand a weak coffee. Like it's got to be like mm -hmm. strong, dark, and black. Like it's don't put any filler in it. Don't give me a light roast or blonde roast or anything like that, man. I want like a dark roast or preferably like chicory from New Orleans. So yeah, I'll get I'll get I'll get snot, smug or snobby about a about a. Well, let's say coffee. literally the only hot dog I've had in the last year was when I went back to mm -hmm. visit visit my parents just a couple months ago. And uh, there's like this gourmet hot dog place that uh, makes all kinds of wild shit. So we stopped there and had a couple hot dogs. This is the only hot, uh, this is the only hot dogs I've had probably yeah. since the last time I went back to visit my parents, which was probably like two years ago. So. Mm -hmm. It's just because why would I why would I have you know some some weak ass hot dogs from around here? I'd rather have a burger. Some yeah, some people say there's no such thing as bad pizza. Like even bad pizza is good. I completely disagree with that. Like there's, yeah, there's definitely really disgusting pizza. pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's not worth the calories. It's or like I, that's the way I approach it. Like if I'm gonna eat something, and it's gonna be like junk quote unquote junk food. Like I'm not gonna eat really shitty French fries if they're like soggy, lint, cold, unsalted. I'm not eating them, regardless of the fact that they're French fries. They better be like a damn good French fry or, or cake too. It's like you, it better be worth it if I'm gonna eat it. I'm the same exact way. I was like, why would I? I don't like using the term cheat meals or anything like that. But why would I deviate? Why would I deviate from the plan for something shitty? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So I'm the same. I'm the same way. Doug Miller said on his live that they stopped the contract with America Energy or something like that. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. I uh, I'm really uh, not in the supplement news uh, business. It's just yeah. 
I'm just not into it. I won't criticize or anything. I just don't really keep up. I, I know what people tell me, like companies that I obviously like yeah. uh, have good relationships with, but I don't like those are the types of things I don't ever like maybe I happen upon some information, but yeah, I'm not into the whole I'm not into the whole like supplement news kind of thing. I leave that to Shane. Shane Shane's the man at that. So yeah, yeah, go for all the day-to-day happenings. And then if, if you got a question about why maybe they stopped the contract with America Energy, maybe it's because they were going through the rebrand or uh, GNC didn't want to pay whatever America Labs wanted to charge them. Uh, that's definitely a question for Doug. Well, and also GNC, maybe that coincides with GNC sort of restructuring everything that they're doing, like after they yeah. declared their bankruptcy and all that other stuff. Because they, Correct. it seems like they're um, going, that was, because that was interesting. And this was something, you know, because... You know, they mentioned Ghost this week, Ghost being available in Vitamin Shop. Um, mm-hmm. That was one thing. And, That's well, I think, I think it's okay, like, for me to say it on here because it's obvious now. But I remember Dan telling me a long time ago, he's like, you know, people assume that we're GNC exclusive. He's like, we're not. He's like, I just – he's like, I have uh, – Dan, I don't know if you've ever – have you done a podcast or anything with Dan? Like we had him on the final scoop on Saturday about oh, yeah, uh, yeah, two yeah, months yeah. back. And I, I want to get him that. on just to do like either a solo one or one with like you and me. Because you know, I know he he imbibes on occasion too. So he's a perfect candidate for this mm-hmm. kind of podcast. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, I've been trying to line up like a solo one for him forever just to like kind of really dive into all the deep stuff. He Dan's awesome. Like uh, when we had Dan on the podcast, like I didn't really know Dan. Like we, we knew each other, but we didn't like – that was the first time I really got a chance to like really sit down and talk to him. Yeah. Dan is a phenomenal guy. Well, he mm-hmm. he mentioned he said he that relationships for him are just really important, which makes sense in this space. Yeah. He said that the um, he's like we're not GNC exclusive. He said I just choose to be GNC exclusive because they were like the ones that like really helped us launch. He's like we've yeah. always had a great relationship, so I don't know if obviously not saying anything changed there, but. Um, they, he said, I just remember him saying, he's like, we were never actually like GNC exclusive. Maybe they were at the beginning or something like that. He goes, but I just chose to stick with just them because we had such a great relationship. Yeah, I think that's what everybody assumes because I think their their initial launch was they were online only or direct to consumer through the Ghost Lifestyle website. Mm-hmm. And I thought GNC was their only brick and mortar retailer initially. And maybe they've expanded since then. But I think that first maybe six or 12 months, and I may be speaking out of term, but this is the way I remember it at least, is that is six to 12 months brick and mortar was only with GNC. I, I, think, it just, sales. I think it was just until right now. Yeah, it may, it may have been. Because, because um, they had, I know that there were some other things they were talking about doing, but then when they did, you know, Ghost Energy, Ghost Energy was available, you know, everywhere kind of thing mm-hmm. brick, and, brick and mortar retailers and stuff like that so you could kind of see that that so but i don't think they were i could be wrong but i don't think they were ever anywhere else other than their website and gnc up until literally like their their actual products until mm-hmm. this vitamin shop thing that just happened so i think mm-hmm. there's a lot of hope for a lot of retailers brick and mortar retailers that they're going to be able to to carry yeah. ghosts as well which you know would make sense Agreed. Uh, oh, I lost my tab. Where did it go? There we go. All right. Uh, yeah, I haven't had the America Labs flavors yet. The ghost ones that Santa and I tried a couple weeks back were, were very on point. I typically am a blue Raz hater. and uh, Oh, that one's so good. That's really good. It's Dan made me a believer in blue Raz again. 
mm-hmm. with that one. Dan and the team, I don't want to, you know, disavow all the other people like Ghost, mm-hmm. but Dan, Dan's the one that I know the best just because him and I have known each other since 2017, 16, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Whenever Ghost launched, he was, I would, that's when I was writing all the stuff for, for Price Plot and whatnot. And that's when he reached out to say, hey, I'm, you know, starting my own thing now. We're getting Ghost going up. And so that's, you know, that, that's where that kind of uh, the dialogue started way back then. What's up, yeah. Mike? It was kind of funny because I just made this comment last night because, you know, I don't give a fuck about this, but yeah. I accidentally clicked on Price Plow's feed. Right? Yeah. I haven't looked at their feed since you left because I don't give a fuck what they're talking about. But <laughs> I was like, is this a ghost? I thought it was ghost's feed. The yeah. whole thing was ghost. And I was like, but anyway, so have you tried um, the Ghost Gamer? No, I've heard like Gerhard has been raving about it and he really likes it. Mm-hmm. Um I've talked to him several times, and have uh, you tried it? Haven't you? It's really good there. Yeah, it's um, you've seen me talk about G Crack a lot, right? The mm-hmm. yep. So if not for G Crack, I probably would like Ghost Gamer even more. They're just kind of different, but yeah. um, Ghost Gamer I really like, and they have the all the flavors that I've tried are good. The Sour Patch Blue Raz is my favorite one, though. Yeah. It was really good. That or the Cherry limeade Sonic one that they did, mm-hmm. so good, really good. All right, I'm gonna need to do that. I need to get some, or, or call up Dan and say, "Yo, can you slide me some on the side?" <laughs> hey y'all, what's going on, Brooke? Yes, there's a lot of magnificence. Magnificence. This, uh, magnificence. I like. I like that. Time. I like that. Yeah. We've been called a lot of things. Magnificent is uh is not one of them. Yeah, I think yeah we've been called called uh, a lot of things. Even as a mostly healthy person, do you recommend NAC? And if so, how much? I'm going to get your thoughts on this. I know where I kind of feel on but I'll let you, you take the lead, Justin. Yeah, so I think I, I like NAC a lot. I think because, right, um, a lot of people love glutathione. You love the concept of glutathione. We know that glutathione is a little tough. It's I always compare glutathione and NAC to, like, the citrulline arginine thing. It's a great comparison. Yeah. Where you have like, so it, you want to raise glutathione levels, like we want to raise arginine levels, but we realize that using glutathione and arginine are not, it's not that great. Yeah. But if you use citrulline, you know, it converts to arginine better. Your body's, uh, this is the type of thing where your body's uh, pretty incredible. So if we use NAC, it turns into glutathione better than supplementing glutathione, unless you're injecting it or something like that. So, yeah. Um, I think, you know, depending on your, you know, your age and things like that always kind of plays into it. But I think, you know, glutathione, if you're going to supplement with something, um, glutathione would be a good place to start. The only problem is when it comes to supplements like that, uh, when you're talking about health-based supplements, it's like, how do you, how do you judge if, if you need it and if it's working, you know what I mean? Like, cause you, you kind of like start taking it and go, it probably is going to take some adherence, you know, of a couple of months. Like, cause um, Ghost Glow is is an example. Since we're talking about Ghost, mm-hmm. um, there's Cetria is in there, glutathione. So that's yeah. glutathione paired with citrulline, I think. Yeah, it's a reduced form of glutathione, so it's supposed right. to be a little bit more bioavailable than straight up L-glutathione. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where if you t- start to take an NAC, um, if you're relatively healthy where is that how are you using it and when are you going to determine you know if it's working for you but i don't i there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with like trying it you know what i mean it's not like you know you're gonna like overdo it and 
but it, it's in, in theory, in concept, on paper, uh, I like NAC a lot. Yeah, I uh, I mean, short of you going get your liver values tested and seeing like your ALT and your AST mm -hmm. elevated, and then you start taking NAC, and then you see it come down, that's one way to, to see that it's working for, you know, quote unquote working, or have yeah. a, a tangible way or a metric by which you can assess whether it's, it's having some kind of effect in the body. Um, the upper dose, I want to say they've used up um, upwards of like 24 or 3,600 milligrams a day. Yeah, because usually, usually I see it at about a gram. Um, yeah. That's like a, like a, I want to say median type dose that I've seen. 500 yeah. milligrams to a gram or something like that is usually what I see. Yeah. Um, I do 1,200 milligrams every day, and that's because I like bourbon. I want to make sure my liver holds around. Exactly. So because... A lot of people think when they think alcohol and stuff like that, they turn to like Tutka, which Tutka is great for like the liver in extreme situations. But also um, there's a timing thing with Tutka, like you're not supposed to take it like before you drink. Right. If I remember correctly, there's actually like an extreme negative to taking it. Like if, if you were to take Tutka before you go out and drink, like it could be potentially like very dangerous from what I remember seeing. It's like NAC is something that you can take like just but now if you take Tudka, why, or like if you're drinking, but if you take Tudka sort of like away from the actual drinking, it's, yeah. it can be very beneficial. But if you take it before, I remember, I was just maybe like one study I remember reading. I don't know if there was a lot of data out there, but it was like, yeah. you probably shouldn't do this. Cause I was like, well, that's when I probably would have taken it. So I was like, <laughs> oh shit. I was like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. Yeah, but I do uh, 1,200 milligrams of uh, NAC each day. It's also got some good stuff as far as like uh, immune system support uh, mm -hmm. just because it's, it's regulating the master antioxidant glutathione in the body, as, as you said earlier. Um, I know it's in a pollen's immune formula and a bunch of other companies' immune formulas too just because it's got data showing it reduces the severity and duration of upper respiratory tract infections, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like what I always I find myself saying all the time is whenever you have something – that's powerful antioxidant or powerful like anti-inflammatory i say you know what are like every time we look say down the road when someone has something some sort of affliction some sort of disorder going on yeah it's usually from some kind of especially degenerative it's some sort of like uh free radical damage induced mm -hmm. or some types of inflammation so if you yeah. can really find something that combats that and stops it before it kind of happens the, yeah. the benefits are almost like endless, it seems like sometimes. So yeah, I and like I was, that. I like that. I was looking into some research of like why. So we know that excess consumption of, of alcohol is detrimental to human physiology. But I'm trying to figure out why. What's, what's, what's Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they say no more than two drinks a day for a guy and no more than one drink a day for a girl. Um, and a drink in their mind is one and a half ounces of 80 proof liquor that is one drink so technically you have three ounces of 80 proof spirit you're okay uh, all things considered my question is what is the mechanism by which it's wreaking havoc on the body so it's not actually alcohol itself it is the first stage metabolite of alcohol which is the really toxic one that the body does and what it's doing in that is that it's creating all of this oxidative stress in the body mm -hmm. um, and that's where you know once you get oxidative stress then at least all the other bad stuff so my, my thinking is if you eat enough vegetables, you consume right. enough antioxidants, anti-inflammatory substances, you take enough NAC, 
are you basically just neutralizing any bad effect where you're just consuming it, but you're taking all the other stuff and it's neutralizing all the bad sure. effects? Sure. If we're sitting here, uh, maybe if you take some S7 that helps with free radical uh, damage. There we go. You know, what yeah, if you take a milligram sprinkle of that? <laughs> what if you take S7 before you start drinking? Maybe maybe S7 has just been marketed wrong the whole entire time. Maybe so. It's the supreme it liver like, protectant. Mm -hmm. So, uh, no, if everything we do, I, I find myself kind of saying this a lot too, is uh, say when someone, I'm going in a, a different like tangent, but say when someone asks, about these natural muscle builders that we constantly see that we know yeah well, most of the time don't really do much because a lot of times i'm like we're already pushing so hard like if they're supposed to help with muscle protein synthesis and things like that it's like but what if you're already pushing so hard in that direction you know that ultimately now if you're not if you're totally not doing the right things when it comes to diet and protein timing and all this kind of other stuff and resistance yeah. training then maybe you take something like that and it does make a significant difference. But if you're already pushing so hard, doesn't would it would it not matter? Would it be redundant? It's like mm -hmm. kind of like what you're talking about. If you're doing, if you're exercising all the time and helping with, you know, excess, you know, induced stress and all that sort of stuff, yeah. and you're taking, you're taking cortisol management and antioxidants and anti-inflammatories and because it keeps popping up with this god awful horrendous argument that I start seeing people debate about with oh you know antioxidants and hindering muscle growth and all this other stuff and what i always find myself saying i'm like that is like one of the most ignorant debates i think i've ever heard in my life because people are like oh antioxidants you know they hinder muscle growth and all this other stuff it's like so the only point of your life and exercising and health is to grow muscle i was like that's fine if it is but go have that conversation somewhere else like, yeah. Because the rest of us, the rest of the free world that uh, struggles as, as we get older, that free radical damage and inflammation and all this other stuff, people talk about anti-inflammatories, you know, stuff and ruining muscle gains. It's like, think about the shallowness of that whole conversation. It's like, you're telling me that that um, muscle growth is your one and only, but there are people, there are people out there like that, which I'm like, that's cool. Just that conversation is for your group of people over there. So stop bringing your on paper bullshit to like the people that are in the actual like health space yeah. that think more than just gains, you know, all the time. That, that, well, and that, and that's, I mean, I've had this, the same question come up a number of times and you, we always got to remember it's the dose that makes the poison. And plus the, the form of it makes sense too. So the studies that show like anti-inflammatories and antioxidants hinder muscle growth, they're giving these individuals a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. So that's equivalent to taking a packet of emergency right before you go train. And so if you're taking just like 300 milligrams of vaso six or 300 milligrams of grapeseed extract, yeah, that's got a bunch of polyphenols and antioxidants in it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's not going to hinder your gains. It's you've got to see the magnitude and the, the potency of the antioxidant you're taking. Plus in the actual studies that they've done, if you go and look at like the meta analytic data that are like the, the comprehensive reviews they've done on these things, muscle growth or hypertrophy is the, the attribute that is the least affected by the antioxidant, anti-inflammatory supplementation. So mm -hmm. VO2 max, power, strength output, those are affected to a much more significant degree than actual muscle growth. Well, and so isn't that the irony of the whole entire thing? Because I'm like, yeah. well, if you're taking some kind of antioxidant in your pump formula or something like that, and it, it's allowing you to increase your VO2 max and allowing you to train a little bit harder, wouldn't that wouldn't that lead to muscle growth more than 
if you were training without it. So then right. it, it's like kind of one of these like weird conversations. It's just, I, I've been seeing like, so I don't know if you have to, I've been seeing so much um, of this on paper, which I, I respect the the science and the mm -hmm. literature and all that stuff as much as yeah. you know anybody else that's in this space. But it's like, I mentioned lots of times, I say it constantly now, I said it's like three different things, right? You have the science, you have common sense, and you have actual like experience with it. Because it's like, if everything was on paper, I was like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, I have a feeling it's, it's probably propagated by a few bodybuilders, like some of the meathead, like enhanced athletes out there that are repping some company and like they're just toting the company line of something. And they're, they've, they've gotten a nugget of what, but they lack the, the, the context and understanding by which those, to convey those ideas. So, and you know, obviously yeah. you're playing the game of telephone here. Well, this guy heard it from this one and then it, it just trickles down and then we're all over here. We're like, oh, I can't have an apple before I go work out because all the antioxidants in the apple are going to hinder my gains and think it doesn't, doesn't work like that. Yeah. Cause, and that's why, like, I always like, I always preach to just go try these things sometimes too. And you mentioned Baso 6 earlier. It's like, I can use that as an example. When, when Baso 6 hit the market and then there was like the initial like pushback from certain people that thought, or they were trying to sue them and all this sort of stuff. And yeah. um, people were debating on its effectiveness. And I was like, you know, that's fine. I was like, but I was like, you guys are like pointing to research papers like exactly what we just said someone will go and they'll read this research paper and then they'll start preaching it and i'm like i'm like i'm i've done this <laughs> like i've i've been using antioxidants in my pump products and this and that and i've gained muscle over like over time so it's like well, yeah i i know that it's not just like that cut and dry i was like because i've proved it myself i was like so that's why you just kind of have to be skeptical like sometimes and as we know the methods and everything like that are what's important when you're reading these these sure. studies. A lot of people just look at the abstract and the conclusions because yeah. that's usually usually that's the easiest to understand and it's the shortest yeah. paragraphs of the of the studies are the abstract and the conclusions. Yeah. Or people just scroll all the way down to the conclusion Agreed. and they they throw it up on their shitty Instagram page and yeah. talk about stuff like that. It's like oh, there's a little bit more to it than that, but you know whatever. Also, why do they sell it as an energy booster and then sell a different bottle of the exact same ingredient, but say it's to relax you? Same kind of thing where you, anytime you have, I just mentioned this a little bit ago, whenever you have something that's uh, antioxidant or anti-inflammatory stuff like that, it has so many different trickle down effects in the body that you really can market it in different ways. Like um, if you're it, one of the hindrances to say energy and stuff like that could be free radical damage, you're sort of, and also at the same time, like relaxing you, think of nootropics. A lot of nootropics are meant to de-stress you, but it also like gives you an energetic feel because if you're struggling with stress, it's usually taking away your focus, it's taking away your energy, you know, you're kind of, so if it's gonna relax you, next thing you know, you're more like locked in, you're more focused and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden you feel yeah. energy. So it's like this weird kind of uh, balance there. Yeah, and so like a good point that you brought up. So adaptogens, so like ashwagandha and rhodiola are perfect examples of that. Like you could market those things a thousand different ways. You could say it's a mm -hmm. performance booster, it's a nootropic, it's a stress reduction, it's anti-anxiety because of the way it, it modulates the body's stress response. So if you're somebody that's naturally high strung and anxious all the time, well then yeah, it's gonna be a calming ingredient, but if you're somebody that's just like super mellow or maybe you're feeling a little bit of stress, 
the adaptogens can kind of give you that little boost. Yeah. And then also Mm -hmm. maybe coming at it from something like the, um, the N-acetylcysteine side or, or LFATP, you could label that as a natural energy booster because it's helping limit oxidative stress in the body. It's improving the body's ability to produce ATP, which is, you know, the cellular currency of energy production. So by mm-hmm. in that way, you can make it as an energy booster now because it's improving the body's ability to just naturally do more ATP over the course of the, uh, the day. Yeah. So one thing, right. Great example. Another example, I just said this the other day, I actually um, talked to Joey from Glaxon about this. I said, you know, uh, really, I said, logically, um, they have alpha-365 as their testosterone support formula. I said, but really, I said, Serenity, their cortisol management product, could be marketed the exact same way. Because you have... I love that product. I love that product. You have Shodan that's in there, which is, when you do dosages and stuff like that, it's to me, it's, it's a more potent version of like KSM. It just mm-hmm. feels stronger. So if KSM combats stress and cortisol, therefore leading to better testosterone levels, because if stress is killing your testosterone, that's going to help naturally boost that. Shodan would do the same thing. Granted, they, I don't think that they paid for the specific study on testosterone like KSM did. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of the difference. So they can't make certain claims. But like right. Shodan showed up in Alpha Lion's new test booster. And it's the same concept where if you take that and you're stressed out and it's crushing your testosterone and you take something like Shodan or KSM or whatever. Yeah. So Serenity contains Shodan, which it's technically for stress, but then less stress usually means, you know, all this whole litany of other benefits, including yep. increasing your testosterone. So actually Serenity could be marketed as a testosterone support product if they really wanted to. Correct. Yeah. Uh, are you still massive iron? No, I have always been the supplement engineer. Um, if you want to go look back, go check out the final scoop episode 51 called the, uh, the cupping episode. And I go into, uh, explain all that nuclear pre worth a try, at least in your nootropic eyes. So I, these guys, um, that's peak performance. They're like Canadian, Canadian guys. They, um, I think they just released a new version of that from when I saw it. They, they, Let me see if I can the, pull it up. It was pretty cool. I remember they're the type They're the type of company that they go all out. Super expensive formulas, uh, tons of ingredients. They have a bunch of trademarks in here. They're the type of guys like I don't know whether you it'll be your favorite pre-workout or anything like that, but they're the type that they're going to give you a lot you know, for it. So. Okay. Is that coming through all right, Justin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, there's some, especially when you have the PEA source and then the hoardening. So it's, it's a little, uh, I don't want to say sketch. There's just some, some weird things that go on with uh, hoardening, like some Amazon doesn't allow hoardening and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it looks, you know, it's fully loaded. It's probably going to give you good mood and good uh, cognitive energy. You're probably going to feel pretty good and pretty loaded. Yeah, I mean, I like, I mean, the, the, I, I don't know where, like, we're, you're starting to see some places do this 3,500 milligrams of beta alanine. Um, I'm not sure where that's coming from. Like, the 3,200 dose was fine. 1.6 was fine. I've even seen, like, 4.8, which is just another 1.6 plus the, the, the 3.2. I don't know where this 3,500 milligram dose is coming from. And I've seen it pop up in a couple of places now, and it just, it doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah, I think it's just to make a nice uh, round number, probably. I guess so. Um, but I mean, I I'm, like everything else. All the other dosages in here, I mean, this is definitely going to feel good from like a, a sensory experience, mood, motivation, focus. Yeah, this is... I mean, see, it's a 25-gram scoop. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, more power to them for making a pre-workout like this. You know, people always ask me, like, hey, Justin, do you have a line? Are you going to make a line? Like, no offense to these guys. They're super nice guys, too. Like, I, I know for sure that they're the type of guys that they're going to put in max effort and stuff like that in all their products. Yeah. I, I First of all, I would never make a pre-workout, and I definitely wouldn't make one like this. Like, I'll let somebody else do stuff like this because they're crazy. But I think that if people use it, they're going to love it probably because yeah. it's freaking loaded. That is an expensive – that's an expensive formula right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I haven't had a product, I don't think, that has just had the urea in it without having the initial PEAs in it, too. So just the regular phenethylamine. I'm wondering how – I need to go back and find a pre-workout or something that has it just to see how it feels again. See if I can find, like, a, a discernible difference between having the urea alkaloids in there plus PEA and then just regular uh, PEA by itself. Yeah, because this citrate version, too, I remember that's one that really does, like, you feel that yeah, pretty quickly, pretty hard-hitting. So yep. that's kind of the reason, like, for people there that you'll see that, that PE source. PEAs are very, like, um, mood-inducing and things like that, but they are also, like, they die off pretty quickly. So a lot of people would experience, like, really heavy crashes right um from using that but that's why they use the hoarding in there as well because the hoarding sort of extends the life of it a little bit sort of like helps protect it so exactly they know what they're doing they, they this is probably like the third different version of their pre-workout that i've seen mm -hmm. and one thing that i like because i tried their original one and, and it was loaded and it was a great value product and stuff like that i didn't really care for it there's way too much theanine in it for me mm, i do but remember they, that they took theanine out which is good so this is definitely, I mean, it's 100% a pre-workout I would use. Yeah. And since we're on the topic of PEAs, I'm sipping on how a many, Hypermax from Performax right now. How many servings? Shoulders and arms with Sandy after this. How many servings was that? Nuclear pre 40, 20. 40, 20. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say 50. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it. oh, yeah, yeah. It's 40, 20. There we go. 40, yeah. 20. Yeah. So 50 bucks for 20 servings at that. Those dosages and stuff like that makes makes sense. That's a I would probably <laughs> I probably charge tell them to charge more, uh, but yeah, that's just that's just me. Because that's 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 tough. That's pre workout game, man. Is, is you know we've talked about this a lot. It's like you know no offense to those guys. Like I said, they're super nice guys. I talked to Daniel from there uh, quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Super good dude. Uh, I just I'll let other people do that stuff because um, yeah. There's this, that's a tough game to be in right now as a pre-workout game. Yeah. Nick tried overtime for the first time today. Only half serving and even that has me. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, first of all, <laughs> Nick. Nick I support up. Your, your decision to use a half scoop and especially overtime. Overtime is awesome. No, no. Nick wakes up zooming. So he doesn't, he doesn't need much. A half mm -hmm. serving of overtime I haven't used overtime in a while, but I still have like the original, like the OG one. bottle. Yeah, with the, like yeah. the yellow blue label or blue, mm -hmm. blue from yeah. when they were still Anarchy Labs. I still have that one because Robbie sent it to me a long time ago, and I was yeah. like, and I use it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is a very, very specific use case for me. Because actually, oh, you know what I did do? 
I used a full serving of that the one time with Ghost Pump and had a phenomenal, phenomenal workout. <laughs> Calm down. He says, oh, Calm Nick. Down, Nick, I think, uh, well, one of our mutual friends, Nick, is probably going to ask you about uh, about coming down here again, not this weekend, but the following weekend. You might, you might want to see if you can make another trip down here, man. It's... It's, it's turning into uh, Christmas in July down here in South Carolina. I'm literally on a perpetual zooming spiral on the way up. Yeah, man. The, your first few times, I mean, there's something about that combination. Uh, I guess, I don't know if it's like the rhodiola mixed with the new pep mixed with the area that's going on in there or what. Oh, but it's, it's, fucking a, crazy. It's, a fun, it's a fun, fun feeling. Yeah. So, Nick, I was telling the story earlier about when we were all out at the Delaney's and uh, the uh, – Waitress commended us on killing two bottles of Blanton's. Nick was there. Yeah, and this this will be a shameless plug, but Robbie over at Apollon has been generous enough to uh, hook up anybody. If you go click in the comment section or use the code Final Scoop at Apollon's new uh, website, you can save 15% on any Apollon goodies, oh, including overtime. Oh. <laughs> so we'll, be, we'll have a shameless plug. Robbie was nice enough to hook up. No, I will, I will say this. Robbie, he's, I love that guy. He's, He's Russian, but we'll let that slide as long as he if, – if I ever make the trip to Russia, Sandy said, would you ever want to go visit there? I said, hell yeah. And she said, Robert, there's no fucking way. She said, KGB, Russian mafia. She said, I'm never going. I said, I'm going to have my enforcer with me. Robbie, I'll have right? Robbie and I'll have Carolina. I've got those two on my side. You're I don't fine. need anything else. I'll be good. Are you – speaking of, are you going to go to the Apollon thing in November or yeah. October? Dude, yeah, we got yeah, October. So even even if the airlines are still being stupid and making people wear masks on there, I'm just going to drive my ass up. I'm just going to go. Regardless, if it takes me three days to drive up there, I'll be there. See, okay. Well, hey, hey, <laughs> no argument for me. So I think actually we have to book our flight today because the flights right now from here to Jersey are actually, I don't want to say cheap, definitely not cheap, but yeah. um, they were basically saying like it's going to get a lot more expensive. So I think actually we're going to book it probably today. Probably so, should book mine then. Thank you for that heads up then. Because I was thinking, yeah. I'll just book it in a month. Yeah, we'll be there. So Awesome. Well, then, yeah, just, man, we'll, we'll like do that and get in all kinds of shenanigans and trouble again. Freaking Jersey, man. I haven't been to Jersey in a couple of years. Your mutual friend already contacted Nick and uh, more more parties. Proud of feeling. <laughs> was Nick part of this Blanton's uh, soiree that you had, or was that a different? I, no, I don't, think Nick, I don't think Nick. It was Kristen... Me and Robert, another Robert, uh, that's okay. in our that's in our group. So that's one thing. To so before, um, I would drink bourbon by myself. You know, it was yeah. much less expensive habit than when, because you know, like you and Sandy share a lot of the same sort of things. So Kristen, mm -hmm. she 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 loves she loves to drink. So we go through more of it than I'm used to. I so. uh, gotcha. Yeah. Now, Sandy's not as Sandy. It doesn't imbibe as frequently as I do on the weekends when we go out and we're either out with some of her friends from school or whatever, like we're at the, the school that she teaches that we'll go out there. Um, at home, she doesn't really do it as much unless it's like we're sitting on the back porch and it's it's a rarity. It's it's not as uh, commonplace as it when if we're out and about at our uh, local distilleries and breweries and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um. Miss Chrissy M, I apologize for nothing. Wow, that's an old uh, YouTube picture you have going on there. <laughs> Do you know that who is Chrissy, Justin? Yeah, that's Kristen. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. 
Oh, well, hello, Kristen. Hi. First time yeah. comment on there. Well, good. I'm glad you posted the link in the in the, the Supplements New Facebook group. Well, then there we go. Yeah, Thanks for chiming right. in. And uh, give, tell us all the embarrassing stories we want to know about Justin, please. <laughs> Actually, probably Nick is a good person to ask that one. Uh, well, I think you shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you forget about me? Uh, wondering about unbound supplements and their decision to only sell in store. I know there are workarounds, but why? Yeah, I get that question a lot. I think it's a really cool thing. So at least for me, this is just my opinion on it. Because like, I think they're go they're going online soon. They were actually yeah. supposed to. They were supposed to go. It was only supposed to be a month, but then they said they extended it like another month. Mm -hmm. But it's like, um, you know, Nutribio has like they they're really big with their retail you know their brick and mortar right. retail partners so yeah. it, this is big and as everyone knows it's like this is relationships and uh, retail is such a huge part of the supplement space it's yeah. like how do you go above and beyond to support your retailers um that are basically i always compare retailers are like ambassadors so they're like mm -hmm. some of your greatest ambassadors where they're going to be um on the ground selling your products for them you know basically and they take their ambassador code discount kind of thing mm -hmm. but um i thought this was a, like I, I mean i don't know how the money works out you know obviously like mark you know handles this stuff but they were going to launch a really awesome brand like unbound is awesome like i've loved everything i've tried from them so to give your retail partners now it's gonna we know the way the supplement space goes there's that initial like huge rush to buy this stuff and then it kind of tapers off and then some companies sort of hang on. Yeah. So to give, to give your retail partners like first crack at getting that initial surge of that mm -hmm. rather than competing with them on your website, I think that's a, that's a pretty classy move. I think just from my perspective as a consumer, not knowing the intimate details, I think right. that, um, but also the workaround is yes, you can contact your like natural body Inc and places like that. If you just put in your comment section when you're doing your order, or you can message them on Instagram and say, "Hey, it's like how people get first form stuff and yeah. muscle muscle sports like that." You can't, um, I think, steals that way now. They can't, uh, they don't do online. So mm -hmm. you just let them know that you want this, and they're they're used to doing stuff like that. So you can still get it. Is Jacob at Nutrition Store carrying Unbound? Oh yeah, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I just bought the because um, you know me, I. I, I bought probably four or five pre-workouts probably in the last like three or four years, like yeah. actually purchased because, you know, we get sent pre-workouts to try all the time. And, right. you know, there it's not that you don't get some cool stuff, but a lot of it is I'm like, you know, it's not that much different. I actually yeah. bought another tub of Unbound the other day. What is the um, – I can never keep the name straight. What's the name of the pre-workout? Unbound. Bent, um, Unbent is the uh, stim-free pump. pump. That's the yeah. pump. That's Unload, I think, Unload. is the, the pre-workout. Unload is the pre-workout. But I bought another one because I love it. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, I'd be curious to see from his side, from the retail side, is he seeing, like, how is that selling compared to Nutribio's line? Is he marketing them as this, like, the hardcore brother or sister of Nutribio, or are you keeping it separately? And, you know, has Nutribio come down to them and said, hey, don't tell them this is from us, but you just, or do you want to position like, Hey, this is us. We've established ourselves as like the super clean cut, transparent company. And this is our, our harder spin on while still keeping everything compliant. Um, Cause I know some people were saying this wasn't a hardcore line, but 
Oh, that brings up the tie. What, what's your starting base of hardcore? Like if you're like C4 and you look at C4 hardcore, C4 hardcore is not going to put DMAA and lace it with Anavar and all this right. other stuff. It's going to be like right. 450 milligrams of caffeine plus some other stuff in it. So mm -hmm. everything is like we were talking about with the research and antioxidants earlier. There's context to, uh, to everything. Yeah. It's, it's hardcore for their approach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, is it right? Because they're not going to take any chances. I mean, that's the thing with like when you when people talk about hardcore and actually I think like our friend Robbie, he's a big proponent that he likes to throw around that hardcore um, term a lot, which is totally cool. A pollen takes I don't want to say takes chances because it makes it sound weird, but the, like they'll use ingredients that are not like say compliant across the board, like say if you wanted to go into like certain settings where Nutribio, I think they just take a more conservative approach. So it's like, it's like a hardcore conservative sort yeah. of model. I wouldn't call Unbound supplements hardcore personally. I would just say no. they're just a little bit like more aggressive take on Nutribio because yeah. they still, I mean, those formulas, I would love to see the cost sheets on some of those formulas. They're, I've seen them, but they're, they're oh, I didn't see the God. final one, but when we were like in the process of going through everything, yeah, that was a, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. like the grape lychee flavor of the unbent? I mean, it, I the, the grape lychee flavor I tried, I was trying to think, was it of the, the stem or the non-stem? Either way, I liked grape lychee. It was super sweet, but the tan the tangelo is much better. I would agree, but I, I think both are serviceable. Yeah, the grape one. Okay, this is what I tell people. I'm like, the grape one tastes exactly like what it says. I just didn't really care for it, but it, yeah. not because not because it wasn't a good flavor or it didn't taste like the flavor. It just it just yeah, I like the tangelo, but I like the uh, the melon spice one. I think was better. I like that. I'll one. Try that one. I need to try that one. Thanks for the favor consideration. I'm debating on trying it out. Yeah, if you can find it, or it should be coming online soon for sales. I'm pretty sure whenever it does. Yeah, so I think it was just like maybe a week or two ago. They said they were extending the retail for another 30 days. Mm -hmm. So probably in the next. But like I said, you can go to a Natural Body Inc. or a TNS or a NutriFit yeah. or any of these people, and you can just tell them you want it, and they'll yeah. throw it in. For you. It just now, takes like it takes like one extra step of communication. And we're gonna venture into the land of wild speculation. They're extending the sale another thirty days with their brick and mortar partners. Is that a sign of something good or the sign that it's slow in moving at the retail store? And the retailer's saying, Hey, we don't want to get swamped by online sales, so please let us clear out this initial stock before you unload on the rest of the people. I don't know. I haven't actually talked to anybody about I haven't talked to anybody about really like how it's doing or anything like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know personally. I mean, I think, I'm not in touch with a, a lot of retailers either. So, from from my perspective, like I love what they did. From a supplement enthusiast sort of standpoint, but at the same time, it's a super uh, risky, I would say, aggressive play in space because. Yeah. You know, if people, because they're, they're premium price, which they should be, right? They're expensive yeah. formulas and stuff yeah. like that. Are people going to use these products? And this is what I, this is what I constantly see with everybody new coming in the space. They, you know, they make cool formulas and stuff like that. Well, now, so take take a small brand that says, oh, I may, I, I know how, I know a few things about ingredients. I'm going to make this pre-workout. Well, you're getting into a space where you're competing with someone like Nutribio 
or you know with core or glaxon or all these other places that have killer formulas yep. but also they have the marketing power behind them i mean look at what unbound did think about how much money they spent on those barrels and I, I still got my barrel i'm not getting rid of that thing i love that thing <laughs> and uh, people actually offered me money for it offered hey. me money for the unbound barrel so uh you know you're kind of getting in the space but it's like you know if unbound comes out it's it's not that they weren't going to sell the first time around right we knew that unbound will make that initial sale it's are people going to come back right you know for that second time around so it's like and obviously a pre-workout you don't get that much anyway mm-hmm. um but like when it comes to some of the other products their testosterone product the gda and stuff like that are people gonna you know come back for round two that's always the big question in the supplement space the launch is the launch in the supplement space really just doesn't seem to matter much to me anymore. It's like right. because it's it's that repeat customer kind of value. So I don't know, man. It's a good question. I haven't really talked to too many people about like how it's selling or anything. I guess I guess we probably we need to do maybe set up a poll in the uh, the supplement snoop user group or something, or we can just talk like let's talk with Jacob and Tim over at Natural Body and a few other people and just get some get some insight into. Like they don't have to tell us actual units, but like just give us like some kind of context or like an approximation of how it's moving. Yeah, that'd be cool. So maybe we'll talk about that too on the um uh so Jacob and I on Thursday nights we do a little recap uh podcast. Maybe I'll ask him about that uh, tomorrow night. That's a good topic. What time do you all do it for anybody like that's tuning in now that hasn't tuned in yet? What what time and and where can they find it? So it's Thursday nights at seven p.m. We do the same thing. We kind of go live. And mm-hmm. uh, we always broadcast the link in the private Facebook group. And then I think Jacob puts it on his nutrition store um, website and stuff like that, or on his Facebook page. So, yeah, same kind of deal. And it's just kind of a mashup shit show of whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever we feel like talking about. Jacob's kind of going through this thing where he just opened a new store in Greenville, which is uh, mm-hmm. a really nice town about like 30 minutes away from us. And yep. he's he's getting some backlash from some of the, uh, the nutrition stores that are already there that are a little threatened by, uh, their, their yeah. presence and they're very, <laughs> Jacob's a very, you know, he's a very class act, very like humble individual, but he's also not somebody who doesn't, he doesn't take any shit either. Like if, right. if you, if you kind of do some things, he'll get really aggressive, uh, on people. So I've been watching him, <laughs> kind of beat the shit out of like some of the people that are we'll see yeah so yeah. we always talk we talk about some random stuff on it, it depends how much because we we drink bourbon and stuff like that while we do it so it kind of depends on there you how go. much how much bourbon we get in them first yeah. definitely we'll spend the monies for that quality inflating a price with marketing hype is just evil i would agree i would agree yeah, it's tough. Well, it's also hard because I think um, one thing that the average consumer that, you know, I didn't realize until sort of getting into the more brand building aspects. So companies, the you think, OK, I, I'm going to spend $15 on a formula. The unbalanced supplements are definitely more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so say that's your price. That's it's and you sell it for 50. That seems like a huge profit margin for a company, but then there's all these like extra costs of everything. You know, you have yeah. the shipping and then the cuts you have to give to retailers and stuff like that. Then you have the ambassador codes, you have sales. Next thing you know, those margins like really uh, 
start to get cut down quite a bit. So there's a big learning experience, I think, for a lot of brands that think they're going to make this huge profit margin. And then when all said and done, and then there's this, this really difficult cash flow cycle in the supplement space because um, anytime you have like fast moving consumer goods, you can't wait until you sell it all to order more. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, and with lead times as crazy they are now. So you have to reorder. So if you're a new brand and you're launching and you order, you know, 500 units of your pre-workout, you have to reorder again, probably halfway through the run. Right. If it's moving fast, you have to do it even sooner. And you don't, but you haven't recouped your money yet from the first run. So you're, so you end up like, and then you have multiple SKUs and everything kind of gets screwed up and people think that they can solve cash flow problems by launching another SKU all the time. And actually, uh, for most people that, cause a lot of people don't know their numbers, they end up making it worse. So it's yeah, why, it's why you see a lot of supplement companies, they look like they're making some pretty good money, but, um, they are a shit show when you lift up the hood. Yeah, there, there's I, I probably a few that. brands we could name. Uh, we maybe we'll we'll save that for the after hours special. Right. <laughs> maybe we need to, that's that we need to start like a Patreon for this, and then we can have that'll be like the after hour special. <laughs> we'll just broadcast a link to a few other people, make them sign an NDA before they listen to this, and then we just go off the rails completely. Yeah, it's coming, man. I think once uh, I when people ask me questions, I always try to answer as truthfully as possible. But yeah, we'll get to a point where. We'll probably just let it all let it fly. <laughs> let it all fly. Yeah, yeah. Jojo, I'm on a pretty well balanced diet, and I use EAA as a flavor for my water and insurance policy. Drinking any more EAAs than necessary, you're wasting gains. You're going to lose all of your muscle, and your insides are going to rot. <laughs> no, no. Um, go ahead, Justin. I'm going to uh, you can take the take the lead on this because I'm pretty sure we're we're in lockstep on this one. Yeah, this is. Uh, gosh, this is just a topic that I wish I had like an auto switch on me so I could just like hit a button and just let the answer kind of come out. Yeah. It depends on your protein intake. It depends on your goals. It depends on a lot of things, right? Because EAs, BCAs come from protein. But for me, like for example, I'll give you a use case. I eat adequate amounts of protein every day. So there's a lot of people out there would say, well, Justin, your EAAs are a waste for you. I have found that that's not true because I don't really like to eat a lot before my workouts. Um, I don't necessarily like train fast anymore, but I don't like to eat anywhere really near it. So what I've noticed is um, EAAs help me with fatigue during my workouts because mm -hmm. I used them for so long intra workout and then I actually tried removing it and I did notice a difference. So it's kind of like one of those things where um, when you try these things and then anytime somebody has this debate with me and they tell me that they're useless, I go, well, maybe for you, you know what I mean? I was like, but I, but now if you're getting adequate protein feedings throughout the day, like if you see competitors, you know, why you always see competitors eat a certain amount of protein, like every like three hours or whatever, because yeah. muscle protein synthesis being stimulated is, um, it lasts for a couple hours and it seems like if you go over 40 ish so grams of protein it's almost like a little bit of overkill your body still absorbs yeah. it but you're probably not getting any more muscle protein synthesis benefits so Correct. yeah like it taps out like you're, you're it's not wasting but it's going to get oxidized right. into like an energy substrate or something else yeah right exactly if you're trying to hit 200 grams of protein a day and you take all 200 at once it's not like you're wasting the protein it's just 
you might not be getting that multiple muscle protein synthesis benefits all throughout the day. So that's why you see competitors eat those protein meals constantly. I fucking hate doing that. Like that is not, I, I start to hate eating food. So long story short, a person like that probably wouldn't get much out of uh, an EAA because they're, they're constantly being flooded with the amino acids in their system because they're getting constant protein feedings. If you have a gap in your protein feedings, that's where an EAA can come into play. And sometimes, you know, like I said, during workouts, they can be good for fatigue. So I take mine intra because I don't really have a big protein feeding, say, before my workout too. But other than that, it's really, uh, some of them have like good electrolytes and hydration. So you might get some hydration benefits, but other than that, the actual EAAs, if you're eating protein constantly, is probably just overkill and your body's gonna probably get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much there too. I mean, I don't like to drink just plain water during my workouts. Sometimes I do, like if it's like super ice cold water, but more yeah. often than not, I want some kind of like either mango tropical flavored or something tart, like a lemon lime or something like that. Just I want something that's kind of refreshing when I'm training. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically eat enough uh, protein during the day. Maybe if it's a weekend and I'm only eating like two meals instead of my typical three or four, just because we're out and about or we're going to a distillery and I'm just spending the day drinking bourbon or, you know, like a stout or a porter or something. I'm not going to be eating a whole bunch of stuff while I'm doing that. And I'm just somebody that doesn't have a big appetite to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're not doing any harm by taking essential amino acids. If you're already consuming enough protein, could there be a, a beneficial effect on maybe muscle recovery or some hunger or satiety stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if you, if you ever listen to any of John Meadows stuff, he's somebody that's real big on peri-workout nutrition. So before, during, mm-hmm. after, and he mm-hmm. says, like, when he removes the the EAAs, I'm sure a bunch of other bodybuilders will say this too. Like, when they remove those from their workout, they'll notice more soreness and all of that. So, definitely. yeah, it's definitely a way to flavor the water. It's an added insurance policy. And uh, essentially, EAA formulas are really aren't that expensive. Just don't, I would say, don't waste money on a BCAA product because, I mean, most of the time, the EAA products these days are priced the exact same as the BCAA. So, if you're going to spend $30 on your amino acid supplement, you might as well get all nine of them there. Well, I think in this question here, too, kind of highlights the context. So drinking the water is the important part. So yep. if if using an EAA product um, helps you drink more water, then it becomes useful for you. You know sure. what I mean? Or, or would there be maybe less expensive ways to do it? Or would that You can argue and debate that all day long, but if it ultimately helps you reach your goals, on how much water you're drinking, then, you know, it becomes viable for you. That's why I hate that. I hate that shit when people like say BCAs and EAs are useless. I'm like, yeah, like I get it, like what you're saying, but <clears throat> how many people, and same as peri-workout nutrition, like I said, I'm, I'm the same boat. I've, I notice if I don't have the EAs during my workout, there is a noticeable difference for me. So I'm like, how are you going to tell me it's worthless? Like, right. I know that it's not. So. Exactly. Uh, JoJo's in favor of us doing the after hours special and uh, making people sign their life away. So, I love to get a contingent of us together that don't really give a shit what happens, and uh, we'll just all just let it fly. Yeah, because I will say, like, I, I, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I'll speak my mind and stuff like that. But there is, there's certain things that if we say. There will be lawsuits and there will be uh, a lot of legal trouble and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll hold off on a few things. That, <laughs> we'll hold that off till we're retired and out of the supplement space. Exactly. Exactly. So 
Brooke, I love the Elastrolyte from Glaxon. Also, their holiday pie for the aminos is so delicious. I haven't tried the holiday pie, but I can oh, say dude. the juicy apple Astrolyte is phenomenal. The holiday pie, you get you get a bourbon. There's hints of bourbon in there for sure. Ooh, oh, yeah, it's good. I have some. So Astrolyte is probably one of their like most underrated products, I think. Um, yeah. They use the FOS uh, sort of in there, the, and you have like the fiber and hydration kind of thing. And yep. I think people underestimate how that helps you until you use it. And it's also they they put the um, they put that blend that they have in like their pump formula and things yep. like that because during your workouts and it makes a big difference. So I actually just picked up some uh, myself. I love that Astrolite product. Have they released another flavor in in addition to the? Um, let me see. There's a couple. There's like citrus. I have citrus. There's an apple. And also, they sort of redid the flavors. Somebody was just talking about this uh, on the group the other day. They their initial launch of them, they were very strong flavored, very like kind of salty. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. And they kind of dialed that back a little bit. I think on some of them because a lot of people were complaining. Oh man, I, I I like that super aggressive kind of flavoring on there. So did I. So did I. But I mean, that's you know we're so. Uh, yeah. So juicy apple is. Oh, you're right. It is a smaller blend now, and they changed mm -hmm. the the supplement facts because the other supplement facts was like that. That. Yeah, because you can see now how it's like 45 servings. Yep. Um. So they just, I think they just, and as you can see the the price on it, and this is on their website. So like I always tell people. People will talk about the cost on websites. As you know, they they put the every retail site basically is an overinflated price because you have discount codes, and they don't want to. So for those that don't know, a lot of people already know this, but a, a lot of companies don't want to undercut their retail partners. Going back to that retail conversation, so the price on the website will be reflective of say say there's a, an athlete code say they give their athletes a 15 percent off code yeah so their listing on the website will be 15 percent higher say than it will be in a retail store mm -hmm. somewhere because if someone were to go to the website and get it cheaper by using a code than a retail store then that kind of undercuts their retail partner so they try to make a balancing act there it's a whole huge shit show thing that <laughs> in the retail space in here that is like it gets embarrassing at times but they sort of do that so if you go to a website you'll usually see the prices uh, a little bit higher especially if they're uh, big into retail yeah yeah the juicy apple flavor was on point i need to i need to try the citrus splash mm. that is yeah the citrus one is awesome i mean obviously from the picture it's a it's a lemon lime and i i do like some lemon lime stuff so well, uh, we can do that. Also, uh, Kristen, this is almost gone, so we might want to come in here and get the last, get the last of it because the last wig. <laughs> it's really good. Cool, man. All right, we've made it all the way through uh, all the comments. So if you guys don't have anything else, uh, I think we'll uh, put a, a bow on this one, send it out the door, and we'll uh, get set the stage for next week, my man. Any uh, closing thoughts or uh, what bourbon you're going to drink today, if any? Um, good question. Um, probably not. I think, uh, so this weekend is going to be, uh, or no, this weekend's 4th of July. So next weekend is going to be a total shit show. So maybe I will. You never know. Cool. But no, no closing thoughts. We're good, man. I think we covered some serious, some serious ground today. 
I appreciate it, man. This is fun. This is a good inaugural episode, or we'll call it the first pour of the Bourbon Bros podcast. Are we going with Bourbon Bros or Bourbon Brothers, and we're just leaving the Bros as the the uh, the abbreviation? I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll come up like, with something. Yeah, I like the Bros because it's you know it's got that meathead vibe to it. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, if you like the uh, the podcast, uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. Uh, this will be uploaded for all those people that don't watch on YouTube. This is going to be uploaded to uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that other good stuff. And that'll probably go live tomorrow morning once I download this, cut the audio and, and ship it all out and do all that. So thank you guys for tuning in and we will uh, catch you all next time. Mm-hmm.